Yet, uh, should I be committed? Always. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. They'll share life experiences, tips, techniques, thoughts, and tools to help you create life exponential. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker. Moving forward with the Decker Team. Moving forward together with the Decker Team. So we are welcome, or excited to welcome you, actually, to another episode of Life's Inside Track. I'm Yetta Decker. And I'm Ken Decker. And we share techniques, thoughts, tips, and tools that we all need. We all deserve you, I, everyone. So we get to turn our house into home, our families thrive, and we live the best life possible. We're going to consider, what does commitment have to do with integrity? That's a great question, isn't it? I know. a super question. I want to know the answer. Well, I think they're like hand and glove. Because if you haven't made a commitment, how can you be out of integrity? Well, my wonder is, what of the commitments to yourself? Then you're out of integrity with yourself. Is that a big deal? Yes. Okay. It can be. Okay. can be almost worse. It can How's be, that? actually. It can be worse, actually. And I think oftentimes we put, well, outwardly at least, I think I'm going to say, we put less emphasis on staying in integrity with ourselves. And it's not just about doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. It's about doing what I intended to do. So let's go there. What's the definition of integrity? Well, it, I know what mine is, yeah, what's but yours? I don't think Come mine's on. in the dictionary. Well, that's good. Let's hear what okay. your Because you know what? Everybody may have a slightly different definition, and so it's important to understand. Or a different connection to integrity. Mm-hmm. Right. So mine is, first, is do the right thing. That's one aspect. Okay. The other aspect is do what I say I'm going to do. But also right. do what I intend to do. Okay. And do it whether anybody is watching or not. Okay. Okay, that's that's where I'm going to stop right now. All right. You got more to say, clearly. Yeah. I can tell by your attitude and your tone. Can you guys tell by his attitude and his tone that there was a specific answer he was looking for? No, no, I love your, your answer. And the, one of the issues with your first answer was it was – uh, do the right thing. Yeah. But the right thing may have different interpretations to different people. True. So I love your second definition, which was do what you said you will do. Mm-hmm. Because then whether you've said it to yourself or you've said it to others, it's what you said you will do. So then being integrity means you do that. Now, also, by the time you said you would do it by. Correct. Or... Fess up when you mess up. Yeah, and communicate that you won't be able to meet that deadline. mm -hmm. You're going to do it at a different timeline. Or maybe things have changed you're not going to do it at all. But the whole thing is around integrity. Integrity is doing what you said you would do by the time you said you would do it. Right. And and interesting, when I think about clients, which is often where I go because we've spent the last, well, almost 35 years for me mm-hmm. working with clients and having interactions with, well, I would say, well, in well of excess of 5,000 different individuals that we've either worked with or potentially interviewed with to work with. It's mm-hmm. not just the over 3,117 we've worked with. It's all the others that maybe we haven't worked with. I hate to think that it's more like 10,000. You know, that's the reality, right? 
Yeah, there's some we haven't worked with. Yeah. Right? And so when I know I'm going to be late for an appointment, well, there's a couple of things I do. I actually build in most of the time a buffer. I will be there 15 minutes either side of three o'clock so that I have built in to stay in integrity regardless of whether I'm there at 10 to or I'm there at quarter after. And so building my life so that I can stay in integrity easier is one of the things I've done with clients for sure. Now, if it's a showing, I can't necessarily do that. I can't say, but I can do that for a seller interview or a seller consultation. Mm -hmm. I can't necessarily do that when I'm doing a showing because right now, a lot of times we can only be in a house for 15 to 30 minutes. So you can't afford to be anything but early. Right. Yeah. So I love Vince Lombardi's so you thing. If you're not, right, you put your buffer in on the front end. If you're not 15 minutes early, you're not on time. I would say if you're not five minutes early, you're not on time. So it's a different time frame, but it's still the mm-hmm. concept of building in extra bonus time margin, as I call it. Right. And then if I have a seller consultation and I see the GPS or even a buyer showing and I'm going to be four minutes after. I will phone them. I will either text or phone or both to say, hey, I said three o'clock. It looks like about five after three and trust that'll be okay. You can go for a walk on the street or, and usually I get back, well, I'll be there about eight after. (laughs) It's like, okay, perfect. Well, we're in good shape. But building, fessing up when I do get the timeline Mm -hmm wrong has gone a long way yeah so what i've found is you can also make those commitments to yourself Mm. and some people call them boundaries Mm. right and so the it may be something like uh i'm not going to go out at late at night or something right or or i'm not going to allow that person to treat me that way or i'm not so so you set up a commitment to yourself and then when you allow something to happen or allow somebody else to uh, move the agenda, then you're out of integrity with yourself. Even though you didn't tell somebody else, hey, I'm, I commit to you that I'll do X, Y, and Z, but you've said to yourself, I have a boundary. And when you break that boundary, you're out of integrity. Right. Yeah, so it's interesting. And then what I, what I think is in relationships – they fail frequently or are, are, or are dysfunctional when we're out of integrity, either when we break our commitment, either to ourself or to the other person. Mm-hmm. And that blows up relationships all the time. Well, the example or the thing that I've lived a lot, and it usually by somebody, and I, I, I've been down the road, so in the past I would do this a lot. I don't do this very often anymore, is make a commitment because I really want to maybe finish a project at a certain time or put in the extra hours on a weekend or show up to install the sign early three days before it's necessary or whatever. I want to do something in advance of it being needed and in advance of being asked, or maybe something beyond my job description. Mm -hmm. So best intentions, but then I don't follow through. Mm -hmm. So as soon as you've made that commitment, either to yourself or out loud, you're out of integrity, even though it was a really kind gesture and it was like, I want to please, I want to do good, Mm -hmm. you actually do more harm than good. Right. 
It hurts. Yes, hurts yourself. And, and it hurts you other people. And then you start beating yourself up. And, that too. And, and here's here's the issue. If you beat yourself up, if you recommit, you you make a different decision, you, there's a consequence for not keeping your integrity or your commitment. That's great. But if by chance you just go, oh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's, let's say you're committed to running every day. And then a day goes by and you didn't run. And you think, oh, I should have run. And the next day goes by mm-hmm. and you don't run. Well, eventually what happens is your subconscious says, you're not really committed to running. So it's no big deal. So it's okay if we miss future commitments around running. And so the subconscious will start to do that. And then you start losing control of reality, really. Yeah, really. And on page 281 of Life X, we're going to go a little bit deeper into the whole concept of commitment. So if you want to dig into that and you want to get a fresh copy as soon as it comes out, send us an email to with the title Life X and then together at DeckerTeam.com and we will make sure we get you on the list. That's for sure. We're grateful to be your partners moving forward in wealth, wisdom, and worth. Should we put my integrity under contract? It already is. We're thrilled that we've been able to create for you free access to over 587 Life's Inside Track episodes where we share insider tips, making house home, how to grow wealth, and really how to get the most out of life. And the great news is you get access to them from home, from the office, or on the go. And I think what we want to do this time is explore something because you just said, is your integrity under contract? Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah, yeah, it is. Okay. And so we're going to explore what is an integrity contract? Well, that's a great question. I kind of learned the term because people don't actually write integrity contracts, physically write them, I don't think, but maybe some. We've written a few. Yeah. Well, we, we did with some teenagers courses. and things yeah. said, yeah, this is the contract of for living under our roof. Yeah, that's when you get intervention going on. <laughs> but we learned this concept when we were in California taking our two grandsons, Caleb and Hunter. Mm-hmm. And we went to a, I guess it would be kind of an emotional Emotional uh, literacy, literacy workshop. Workshop, yeah. For, for teens, but really, it wasn't really for teens. It was for everybody it that was, was there. It was for everybody that was there. So the teens got to bring an adult with them, mm-hmm. right? And so the idea is that often teens are learning how to have emotional literacy, how to function emotionally soundly. Yeah. And the challenge is sometimes it's harder for them because the adults in their life aren't doing such a good job of it either. No, because and, we learned from the previous generation and so on and so forth. And and we all... Let's pick, face it, most of us are a little dysfunctional. Right. So we pick up bad habits here and there, and then we bring them along. And so this was a brilliant concept to bring the teens into the room and bring the adults with the teens, teens rather than the other way around, right? Mm-hmm. And so we decided we'll skip a generation mm-hmm. and we'll take our grandsons when they were teens, mid-teens, mid yeah, mid-teens. And it was an incredible experience. We we had learned the concept before, but we really got to live it out with the kids. Mm-hmm. Right? So what is an integrity contract? Is well, it written always? No, but it can be. Like there's lots of contracts that are written. 
you know, mm-hmm. uh, marriage contracts, uh, contracts for goods and services. And usually a contract has a, you know, a specified delivery date, something that's going to be given, what the consequences are quite often if it's not met. Right. Well, you know what my favorite contract is. No, I don't. Tell me. The agreement of purchase and sale. I mean, I've become expert at the agreement of purchase and sale. Mm. And how that contract is written actually matters. Just the other day, I got a contract in for a property and there was a conditional date. Because sometimes in contracts, there is provisions, conditions, provisions, terms, things that have to be allocated for to either be completed. There's things to be carried out still. Yep. And inside this particular contract, there were some conditions, not only terms, and there was no date on the condition, only a day of the month and a year, but the month was missing. And so we're missing any sort of vital piece of information on an agreement of purchase and sale. That's obviously an issue, but even in our unwritten contracts that we have with each other, if we forget to be specific, we may not honor our contract without even knowing that we didn't honor it. Mm-hmm. Right? So if you say, I'll be home for dinner, yeah, that could sound good, but in and my mind- And I will mind, be because I want to eat when I get home. Exactly. <laughs> precisely. And maybe that means seven o'clock to you. And in my head, it means five o'clock. Mm-hmm. And so if I had simply said, so- what time is it you're hoping to have dinner, mm-hmm. right? So missing that vital piece of information means without even knowing it, you've messed up on your integrity contract. Right. And that's when relationships can go a little bit sideways. Mm-hmm. When, when That's when people don't know what the unwritten integrity contract is. But sometimes there is unwritten, but it's still spoken. Right. Right? And that might be uh, that I won't spend time alone with a woman by myself that's alone, right? <laughs> I think that's the same thing. Yeah, I think. When I mean, what I mean is like I travel a lot and sometimes there's women there, but we're in a group of people. So it's not putting myself in a place where there's more temptation than really I need to put myself in. Right. And in what, I guess, what other areas are you thinking? I mean, we talked a little bit about coming home at a certain time. I mean, that's very simple. Mm -hmm. And yet we've seen that, well, we've experienced in the past how catastrophic that can be. Oh, yeah. A little thing like that can really set someone off, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So another place could be uh, we decided we're only going to invest in what we've discussed and we both agree on. Mm-hmm. Uh, that set us off a few times, or uh, maybe we've set an amount of money that we'll spend without connecting with the other person. And sometimes that's like people will go, "Okay, you've got twenty dollars a week or a hundred dollars a week." This is we used to call it mad money, right? And this is your spend fun money, your spending mm-hmm. money. When you're through that, you're done. Or maybe it's we don't buy anything over $100 or over $50 or over $500, whatever your limit is, mm-hmm. without seeking the confirmation of our spouse or partner, right. this case may be, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if you're living on your own, you might say something like, well, I don't spend more than $100 if I don't 
go home and sleep on it and then buy it the next day. That's an integrity contract with yourself. Right. So a boundary. So, so really just thinking about what things do you want to ha- have contracts and contract sounds like such a formal thing. It doesn't have to be formal, but somehow adding that word to it makes it mean more. Mm-hmm. Right. Like if I have to think about what things am I willing to live haphazardly around? Right. Because that's really what ends up happening. If we don't think this stuff through in advance, it's just, it happens. It haphazardly happens. And then our life doesn't work the way we intended it to work. Mm. Yeah. And I think things like even we see couples all the time where they're struggling. And mm. sometimes it's around understanding what roles they play in the house. What, mm. You know, how much do do I pick up my clothes after myself? No, you don't. Sometimes I do. Okay, once in a while. (laughs) It seems to be more my skill set and I've developed it. But, you know, I've learned a few things around that. I generally will pray for you as I'm picking it up rather than be frustrated with you, right? Oh, that's cool. Right? That's that's a nicer way to deal with it. And it's only a small pile right next to the side of his bed. So it's not a big <laughs> deal. And the hamper's not far away. So as I'm making the bed, if I'm doing it that day on that side of the bed, we usually make it together. Well, that's one of our commitments, right? Mm-hmm. Is to make our bed daily. Exactly. So that would be a small integrity contract. But then I feel like I have a win before the day starts. Mm-hmm. So turning even those mundane things into something that feels better rather than nagging you for it because it really hasn't helped much or it didn't help much for the first many years, right? Yeah, exactly. So there's there's a ton of things that you yeah. can look at in your life and decide, is this something that I'm out of integrity with? Is this something that I need to reset my integrity contract? So Les Brown says that make sure that you honor your commitments with integrity, which is an interesting, you put the two words together like that. And we're excited to be with you. And we thank you for growing alongside of us because we are passionate about all of us being positioned for generational legacy. Yera, I'm out of integrity with you. Okay, we need to talk. We're honored that for over 30 years, We've been able to come alongside you, not only selling, buying, and investing in real estate over 3,117 times, but coming alongside you to build your faith, build your fun, build your finances, and even your fitness. And the best part is even strengthen, heal, and flourish inside your relationships. Really, 30 years of building your life, your home, and your wealth. We're going to discover what to do when you step out of integrity. How can we restore integrity with each other? Mm-hmm. Because it was interesting when I said I'm out of integrity with you, mm. which means I've broken a commitment. Mm-hmm. And then you said we need to talk. Right. Because talking will sometimes flesh out what the issues were. It will bring back connection. Because when you're out of integrity, what gets broken? Well, Trust. Trust. Trust Trust. gets broken. Yeah. And I was going to say the relationship gets broken, but really trust is what is eroded. Yeah. Right? And then you break trust too often. And the relationship crumbles, blows up, crumbles, either collapses or (laughs) blows up. It's kind of funny. We Two completely different analogies and they both happen. Yeah. Blows to pieces or it crumbles apart. Yeah, exactly. Right. 
because it's too frequent. Mm-hmm. And then there becomes a, oh, you know, I I thought there was an intention. Right. But proof is in the pudding, so to speak, right? Right. Whatever that saying means. Well, it means that the actions speak a little louder than the mouth. There you go. Right? And so that's another way of saying it. Yeah. So the first thing we want to do if we recognize we've not honored our commitment and we're out of integrity. Oh, so we're going to give a solution to what to do? Oh, come on. We're not just going to sit here for lots of time and (laughs) just make everybody feel miserable about when they don't do what they say they're going to do in the time frame they said they were going to do it in. So So I think it's very very similar. Let me just say this. I think it's very similar to... Our five steps of wholehearted forgiveness. True. And if that's something you might want, then why not send us an email at together at decorteam.com and just put in the subject title, five steps to wholehearted. That's a long word. Wholehearted forgiveness. forgiveness. Just say forgiveness. Just to say, but if you send me an email with subject line forgiveness, I'm going to ask you, what did you do that I need to give you, forgive you for? But if you, no, I won't. I'll know that it's because you're looking for that tool, which has been hugely valuable. It not only in our own lives, but we've we've been told story after story where it's significantly supported other people's and not just marriage relationships because we're married and because we work together because we're partners we talk about it a fair Mm -hmm. bit however it's applicable to every relationship you have whether with friends whether with colleagues whether with kids it whether with parents it doesn't really matter Mm -hmm. it's an inevitable inside relationship that we're going to break commitments now and then it's going to happen because so much of it's unspoken right and so these five steps are very similar. Very similar. So the first one, which is my favorite, fess up when you mess up, right? When you make a mess, when you don't honor your word, fess up. Yep. Like speak the truth. Don't hide. Yeah. I, You know, in the past I would hide. Even, you might not notice if I don't tell you, but the problem is you already figured it out when I didn't do what I said I would yeah. do when I said I would do it. This so, one gets me in trouble sometimes. I think- if you confess up before it blows up. Before the person even notices. Yeah, before right? they know. Before the other person knows that you haven't. So it's kind of like if you know you're not going to honor a commitment at work or even with a client, even installing a sign at a certain time, like even simple things. Mm-hmm. If I can call and say it's not going to be installed by then, it's going to be installed then instead, even though I'm about to mess up, there's a lot of additional grace Mm, that people have for us, have for you, have for have for others when they own when they own their stuff. Yeah. Right? I'm gonna read this book by such and such a time, or I'm gonna do this by such and such a time, it's not gonna happen. Call and say it's not gonna happen. And, and now recommit to something else. So the first step is just really fess up when you mess up, and even before you actually have done the mess up. <laughs> No, it's true. Well, you've probably messed up already, but it's because you, you know you're not going to make it. Which right. Which means you messed up. You didn't start early enough. You didn't, you committed, you overcommitted. Right. Whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. you already messed up. So you it's did. confessing before the other person catches you with it, basically. Yeah, exactly. Because once yeah. you're caught, it gets ugly. Mm-hmm. Right? And then you I got think, a lot more cleanup to do. Yeah. And I think second is very important. Mm-hmm. And that's listen to the person. 
Mm -hmm. I, I found this in customer relationships, you know, the odd time. But having a brokerage with 100 agents, sometimes you'll get a client that's not happy. Really? Yeah. And I find the biggest thing is listen to them. Yeah. Just listen. And sometimes I'll ask, what do you think it would take to make it right? And sometimes what they're asking for is unreasonable or undoable. Other times it's very reasonable what they ask for. Um, and maybe I, well, maybe I supply, you know, as a third step. What can I do to make it right? Right. So be prepared to take an action and state what the action is. Mm -hmm. And then I think part of that whole action conversation, if I'm going to offer what it is, I'm then going to ask, would that work for you? Right. Yeah. Does that work for you? So in the case of not being able to do something in the timeline, I thought it's, this is what I can do. Will that work for you? Mm -hmm. And if they say, no, that won't work for me, then the question really becomes, what would work for you? Because sometimes it's hard for people to come up with what would work, especially when they're not the one that's out of integrity. So we need to offer a potential action yep. and then clarify and qualify, really, if that is, in fact, helpful to the other person. Mm -hmm. And it always. comes down to that communication, right? Mm -hmm. Communication can re reconnect. There has to be seen change, but it can it can reconnect where trust has been broken. Yeah. And what's number four? Number four is recommit. Uh, recommit uh, tell what you're going to do in the future, uh, what you're, what it's going to look like. In other words, what behaviors are going to change, what safeguards I'm going to put in place to make sure it doesn't happen again. Mm -hmm. That kind of stuff. Okay. And then asking the other person to create a new, basically, integrity contract. Which yeah, that's is what we're, Right? <laughs> that's number five. Mm -hmm. So that's what we talked about in a previous segment is actually having an idea of what commitment and be as specific as you can. Yeah. And what, be willing to, if you're going to ask for a new integrity contract with the person, people don't use this wording, but it... it it's kind of effective. You know, will you trust me again? Will mm -hmm. will you keep the relationship alive with me? I recommit to this. They can say yes or no. Right. And that's the hard part. You've got to be willing to let the other person say yes or no. Yeah. Because it's they not say your no, job. It, the relationship may be over. It may be temporarily over. It may be taking a pause, but it's it's back in their court mm -hmm. to re- re-engage at I some think, point, right? I think it's important that they don't have to. Like I don't I can't overemphasize that piece enough, right? Sometimes mm -hmm. we want to drive it. And that's out of integrity. Yeah, you can't drive somebody to accept your out your being out of integrity mm -hmm. and to trust in the mm -hmm. future. That has to come. Yeah. So here's a big question for you. Mm. Where's a place that you're out of integrity that you need to go clean up? And you maybe didn't even notice it was an area that you were out of integrity because you didn't think about it the way we're proposing you to think about it. Yeah. And think about what will it take to make it right? We're honored to be your advocates in this journey of building wealth through real estate and life exponential. Moving forward with the Decker team. Moving forward together with the Decker team.